Hello and welcome to episode 429 of the Veg Grower Podcast. My name is Richard and I'm trying to grow my fruit, vegetables and herbs in my allotment and garden. Now, this is the last podcast for the year 2021 because it's in this lull between Christmas and New Year. I hope you've all had a really fantastic Christmas. I've had a brilliant one, I've got to say. I've got no diary section for you this week, purely because... It's flown by this weekend. Saturday morning on Christmas Day, I woke up and I harvested some parsnips and carrots and potatoes from my garden. We did go to take a walk down to the allotment with my little puppy. It was a her walk for the day. But as you no doubt know, over the past few years, whenever I've gone to the allotment for our Christmas dinner, we've had problems, which is why I was growing my Christmas dinner at home. Well, on the walk the lead for the puppy snapped so we had to abandon that and uh, not get the leaks that we had down on the allotment it's the christmas curse has hit me again this year but never mind that that's something that we uh, we're going to improve upon next year so that's yeah that's literally all i have really done to talk about throughout this last week so hence no diary Now, 2021 has been a pretty tough year for most of us. The weather's not really been on our side. It's been a very wet year. It's been a a year for many of us trying to rebuild many of our daily lives, what with COVID and things. And that's certainly something that I've found. I promised myself I wouldn't be working as hard after this the COVID situation. But unfortunately, I found myself in a position of doing just as much work as normal in my day job and that has taken my time away from my allotment and my vegetable garden so I don't feel I've really achieved my best and that's something 2022 I'm really going to be looking to change around I really do want to focus on growing my best allotment my best uh, uh, vegetable garden and really just enjoying my my space One of the negatives of this weather that we've had, because it's been so wet, was blight. And this has led to no tomatoes throughout 2021. Well, that's not entirely true. We had a few tomatoes from outside and from the ones in the greenhouse. In fact, we still have tomatoes coming in at the moment. But it has been a dramatically reduced amount of tomatoes because blight came in so early and so quick and wiped them out and it was really disappointing actually now 2022 i'm looking to again build on this i'm going to be growing more blight resistant varieties i've usually done that quite well in the past and just this year as i said it's been a bit of a a disaster getting organized but blight resistant varieties are going to go on top of my list for 2022 these are things like crimson crush mountain magic and just to name a couple of varieties which are i've grown before and i've found to be very very good for tomatoes and i wish i'd grown them for 2021 added to that potatoes this year were actually very very good they did get blight but by the time the blighter came along the problem was 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 sorted We've got, we're still harvesting a lot of potatoes, so I'm pleased entirely with that. I feel we've done a really good job with potatoes. The advantage, of course, is that I grew all the potatoes in the ground down on the allotment. And that's something that I'm going to be doing in 2022 again, just focusing on growing potatoes on the allotment because it has worked so well. And I've also been using the grass mulch to grow my potatoes in, or 
to mulch my potatoes. That has also worked really, really well. And that's something I'm definitely going to be continuing in 2022. I might try a different variety of potato just as a bit of an experiment and for the Christmas dinner bed I spoke about this last week the Christmas dinner bed that I'll be growing at home I will be growing potatoes in buckets at home now I did say that I feel I've neglected the allotment a bit this year and it's been a tough one I've I've still gone down the allotment on my weekly visit but when I've been down there I've just been a little bit tired and a little bit unmotivated and this is where I'm I'm going to be a bit more positive this year. I've discovered that by keeping on top of the grass, by taking my lawnmower down there once a week, has really t- kept things looking tidier. And the top half of the plot where I laid down loads of weed suppressing membrane, that also worked very well at suppressing the weeds and reducing the amount of work that I have had to do. So those two features I'm going to be continuing on into 2020. But I do want the allotment to look and look a lot better, but also be more productive. But I want the allotment to focus more on things like potatoes or onions, things that can basically look after themselves and not need a huge amount of of care. Now, that's not because I want to be lazy or anything it's just because I found that a lot of the stuff that I grow grows much better at home so I want to focus more on growing the complicated or the harder things at home whereas the allotment I feel if I could have a lot more things that look after themselves when I do make my visit down to the allotment it is going to be a bit more productive and a bit more based on looking after and making it tidier and looking better now i do want to build new beds on the allotment and move around a bed or two but something that i'm really am going to be trying throughout 2022 with one of my large metal beds down on the allotment made out of corrugated iron is hugel culture now i've heard a lot about hugel culture for many many years and it's something that has always piqued my interest and what hugel culture is as i understand it it's a method of gardening where you place a wooden log in contact with the ground and then cover that over with compost in which you would grow your plants in and the idea here is the wood with the wooden log soaks up moisture and acts as like a sponge keeping any plants that are in the the compost moist all year round it sounds very very intriguing i've got a lot of the ivy branches that we've cut down that i can do this with so i'm thinking this might be the way for me to try or the year for me to try this um it sounds like a lot of fun. I don't know how successful it's going to be. I see it is very successful, but it's something that I think would be great for you guys to find out a bit more about and and follow me with as well. Now, every year I try and grow something I've never grown before. 2021 was Lufa. They did fail. I'll be honest. The Lufas failed. Partly uh, because of how wet it was and the stem just rotted when they went outside. And partly because I did them a bit too late. 
Now, 2022, I will be retrying to grow the loofah again. I like the idea of growing loofah. I do make some of my own soap, so I will be using the loofah in soap making. But also the the fruits, when they're young, are also edible. So it fits in with my edible area. But what I'm going to be trying for 2022 to grow for the first time is chia. Now, chia is a a seed that I've heard a lot of people talk about eating, a bit of a superfood, if you like. And it's something I've never grown before. I've got no idea how we grow it. I've just got some chia seeds somewhere in my shed that I think this year we're going to give that a bash at trying to grow chia and see how we get on. Again, it sounds like it could be easy. It sounds like it could be a lot of fun. And again, it's something that I'd like to invite you all to learn and see how we get on with growing chia. Now, overall, I found that the... The, the closer and the more I go along with the steps to self-sufficiency, I think we are making some good progress in getting all our fruit, vegetables and herbs from my allotment and garden. There's certainly areas that we have done very well in. Uh, we've done well in rhubarb. We've done well in potatoes. We've done well in eggs. Although in 2022, we will be getting a couple more chickens to add to our flock. The quails, I think I've said this before, the quails will be going, I'm afraid. Now, that's not a decision we've taken lightly. It's Quails have been a fantastic addition in our garden. They really have been fantastic in our garden. We just feel that the quails aren't getting the best life that we could give them because they do need to be contained, because we can't let them free range. And we just didn't feel comfortable anymore keeping them in a, a a cage albeit a large cage we just feel it's time for the quail to go now the the quail's eggs that we got we weren't eating as many as we first did when we first got the quails and were we were eating the eggs all the time um, but we found the chicken eggs just to be because they're so much larger a bit easier Quail eggs were great for scotch eggs, and that's about it. I mean, they were great for a huge number of things. We just didn't feel we were using the quail's eggs as much as we would have liked, and that's another reason we feel it's time for the quails to go. Now, that's not an easy decision, as I say. It's just something that we have decided that is the right time. The quails were a good experiment, like I said. We've learned how to hatch them. We've learned a lot from them, but for the quail's sake for our sake as well it's time for them to go 2022 is also promising that we will be going out and about a lot more i want to be visiting more people's allotments more people's vegetable gardens uh, more stately homes and more garden shows we've not done much of that in 2021 because of the whole covid thing overshadowing us i didn't feel we could go and see people that easily I've got a few people already lined up that I'm going to go and visit quite soon, and certainly even in January, believe it or not. So that, that's going to be a lot of fun. And we've got things in motion that are going to make this task a little bit easier for us to go and do and do more of. My wife and I, pre-COVID, we would often actually go out on days out and it's something we want to do again and explore this country that we do live in and find things like stately homes. We had great fun going to a huge range of stately homes, visiting the gardens and even the vegetable gardens and it's 
something we want to do more of. And like I say, we want to visit more people's allotments. So anybody out in the audience who does want to visit or would like me to visit, record a podcast from your allotment, please do get in touch. We, we, we're going to be traveling all over the place. So something we are looking forward to doing there. We did visit Gardner's World Spring as well as Gardner's World Main show in 2021 and both shows absolutely loved. In fact, one of my most favourite people that I've spoken to in 2021 was in fact Adam Frost that we spoke to at Gardner's World. That was a real highlight for me because there we are, you know, the guy who's tipped to take over from Monty Dawn on Gardner's World and I got him on my podcast. One of the nicest people I've ever spoken to as well and to, that I was saying I really, really do like about 2021. But 2022, more of that, definitely more of these shows that we can go and visit and see what's going on. So yeah, that looks to be a lot of fun. Well, that is my sort of feelings about 2021 and 2022 are in this podcast. Slightly short one for this time of year, but um, next week, in fact, next week, episode 430, we have a few changes with the podcast. We are tweaking the format slightly. We're still going to have the diary. We're still going to have little other sections, but we're just tweaking the format to something I feel is going to be a much better podcast. We'll see how it goes, of course. But we also have new theme music that will be coming out next week as well. And I'm rather excited to see how you will react to that. So that's something to look forward to for you guys, too. Well, that is it for this week. Please do let me know what your thoughts are on 2021 and 2022 and any changes that you plan to make in 22 or any big projects that you have in, pl- in place for 2022. Be great to hear from you. Now, you can contact me, richard at uk is my email my website you can find at theveggrowerpodcast.co.uk. You can leave a comment or leave a voicemail. Alternatively, you can find me on social media. Just search for The Veg Grower Podcast. You'll find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, etc., etc. Well, that is it for this week, and that is it for this year. Until next time, please take care. <laughs> <laughs>